0: Welcome to Success Story, the most useful podcast in the world. I'm your host, Scott D. Clary. The Success Story podcast is part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. HubSpot Podcast Network is the audio destination for business professionals who seek the best education and inspiration on how to start and grow a business. HubSpot Podcast Network hosts act as on-demand mentors through practical tips and inspirational stories. Listen, learn, and grow with the HubSpot Podcast Network at hubspot.com slash podcast network. Today, my guest is Aurelia. Aurelian Amaké. Aurelian Amaké is the founder of System.io, a tool that helps entrepreneurs to launch their online business. System.io has over 6,000 users and collectively has helped online business owners generate over $11 million in revenue. Aurelian started making money online when he first started running his own blog. He then began teaching online courses to his audience, which generated roughly $500,000. Not bad. As he launched more courses, he realized that he was making less and less money as time went on. The market was more saturated. So he pivoted and actually using some of the lessons that he was teaching, got into software, went through a lot of trials, tribulations. He bootstrapped, he struggled, but eventually got System.io to over $200,000 a month in revenue, entirely funded by himself. So he has gone through every iteration of making money online and eventually ended up being a SaaS founder. So this is what we spoke about, how he built Uh, system.io from zero to 8,000 customers, the growth strategy that he used without any funding, how he obtained $4 million now in ARR, and how he's going to scale that to 6 million ARR in the next year, how he built a 100% remote company of over 60 people in 11 different countries, how he managed that, how he hired, how he onboarded, and how he was able to basically hire and manage this team originally just on his own, and also how he has built a an affiliate program that has driven traffic for his SaaS product that generates over $300,000 in sales for him every single month. He's going to break down how you can build something similar for your business. So this is Aurelien Amake, the founder of System.io.
1: Hi, Scott. Thank you for having me on the show. So yeah, that's uh, that's right. I mean, I started just like anybody else, like uh, I was actually following uh, bloggers online um, and uh, I met a couple of them and uh, they gave me some advice uh, and I had this blog that nobody was reading about like personal development, you know, and uh, I started working full time on it, I I actually said no to a, a really good job offer in Paris at the time and I started working full time on my blog, traveling and uh, i started making a bit of money i mean it's the it's, it's exactly the story that you said, you know so i started making money with my blog i started building a following i know that you are big on social media so uh you you understand what i'm talking about i build an email list and then when i wanted to go to the next step which is uh creating and selling a course I surveyed my list, found out that they wanted to do the same which is you know just making money blogging so I created mm. a course about that and I hired a marketing consultant uh that knew you know how to launch product because I really didn't know about that and uh we we, we he helped me create the course launch it through webinars we made 10000 euros which for, for me was like absolutely huge um <laughs> And we worked together uh, remotely for a year Uh, and then we did this launch that uh, made, so it made exactly €550,000 in sales in two weeks, which is crazy. Yeah. And and it's actually, we, we closed the launch, we were at the airport. And uh, we took the plans, we went to Phoenix, Arizona to attend Jeff Jeff Walker's um, uh, conference, you know, and I signed up for Mm -hmm. his mastermind, where I stayed for three years. I learned a lot of things, but I wasn't, I never embraced the launch model, you know? And uh, so I just left the group and I went on my own in 2015, trying to, to find by myself what was working. And I mean, I was able to make like 20,000 euros per month uh, in revenue, just relying on my email list, you know, on my own courses, on my own content. But I, I kind of disappeared of the, you know, of the, the, the market. And uh, yeah, uh, I had this idea of creating software because I was following people, building software and I thought it was a great business model. I was listening to podcasts. I was like, oh, this is a very exciting business. You know, you have recurring revenue. Um, these companies are a lot more valuable than uh, your company when you just sell courses, you know. So I was like, this is great. In 2015, I took the decision to do it. Um, and I fell at the beginning in 2016 because I couldn't find the right developers. But then early 2017, I found the right team, the right developers. We started building the product. We launched in March 2018, and uh, today. So your your numbers are not totally accurate. So today. That's uh, <laughs> <it's> old. <laughs> so we have 8,000 paying customers. Uh, okay. We do close to 400,000 US dollars in revenue per month, and uh, yeah, it's great.
0: So I guess that was my mistake. I I guess I pulled this off an old site or an old and old no, interviews and I was trying to put worry. this together. Yeah, don't
1: worry, uh, Don't worry. I mean, the numbers are changing fast, you know. Uh, yeah. So it's totally fine.
0: So something that I just it's it's interesting to me because you know what? you've you've always done this. Um, you've built out you've built out uh, your name and, and you've built out a almost a community around whatever you're working on now, and then you commoditize the pain point that the person that you've been, you know, building this community around is feeling because, you know, you had a blog and then you realized a lot of people would need to figure out how to start a blog and then you sold a course on it. And then now you're creating a tool like, like what what's I say system and not like system system, because there's a S Y S T E M E dot IO. Um, I don't know if that's the correct pronunciation. I just it defaults to like my French. I'm, cause i, I no, so it's, it's like system.io. <laughs> it, it's but, totally
1: fine. I mean, system.io uh, it, with the English spelling without the e at the end wasn't available, so I just went yeah. with the French spelling. So and yeah, it's not perfect, but you know, like uh, it, no, no, it's, it's good, it's are, good, but it's yeah, still it's solving really the problem, issue.
0: right? It's a, it's a, it's another SaaS. It's to help people build on build their business online. So. Why, so walk me through your your mindset because not everybody starts a product um or, or tries to solve a problem with a community they've already built sometimes they try and you know they try and sell something or build a product before they even have a community so why did you or what what uh, what allowed you to realize that building this product was a good fit for um you know the potentially some of the problems that you've had to solve as a as an entrepreneur
1: yeah, no, it's a great question. So what happens is that since I've been in this game forever, you know, like uh, when we started, it was actually so my marketing consultant, he knew how to code a little bit. So he gave mm-hmm. me some pages and I was in- integrate, it was integrated with the French payment processor. That was absolutely horrible. I mean, I, I, I've seen it all, you know, when ClickFunnels launched in to- 2014, Um, I tried it right away. And at that time there were some things that you couldn't translate on the payment page. So for me, you know, it was, it wasn't a a solution. I tried, I remember, uh, using lead pages in 2013 and like on a Sunday I was working on a sales page and I was struggling. And after like half an hour, I found out that I couldn't add more than like three items in a bullet list. I was like, wow, this is crazy. Like I just cannot use this tool, you know? So I wasn't I wasn't satisfied with the existing tools, and then Clickfunnels was uh, became very popular in the French market and in the English market, of course. And I was like, yeah, this is a, this is a good product, but you know, it's uh, it's kind of expensive. So I thought that there was like um, like. My customers, I knew them because I was selling courses, you know, I was hosting like some live seminars sometimes, stuff like that. So I knew them really well. And I mean, some of them, they were making minimum wage. I mean, when you're making 1200 euros per month, you don't want to spend like, a, a, you know, a hundred dollars per month on on just your like marketing tool, right? It's like mm-hmm. 8% of your income. So I was like, let's make a tool that's more affordable. And also at the same time, I was like, okay, like everybody says, oh, you should get the best landing page builder and the best autoresponder and the best membership site, uh, uh, builder, you know, and I was like, what if you could have all the main features under one roof, so you don't have to pay for X different tools and more important, you don't have to actually set these tools together. So they work together, you know, because that's a lot of work so and that's
0: that was that yes. that was sort of the mindset behind behind building this out
1: yeah but i was like oh but i mean maybe it's it's impossible you know it's too many things and uh we just started building it anyway and i had the right team and we were actually building the features in 2017 and i started moving my own business on our own software so first my uh email list then all our landing pages opt-in forms then all our courses you know and i was like oh that works Mm -hmm. you know that's what i use Mm -hmm. so we launched it and the thing is because we have so our customers that tell us oh this is so much easier to use you know it's easier to use it's faster and it's a lot cheaper and it's funny because it's it's so affordable when people first hear about it they're like okay it's like more affordable so it's less good you know because people think oh more expensive better you know um and actually when you ask our customers they barely never say oh it's more affordable they say oh it's easier to use it's faster you know so yeah i mean i'm very happy with the outcome you know it's very exciting uh we're growing fast so now it's about like how like how far and how fast uh, can we go
0: so, so this is another interesting point because you're a non-technical founder. So, um, yeah. that was something that's, that's a big, uh, inhibitor for a lot of people. So pivoting from blogging, obviously you don't need to be technical for that. Selling courses. Yeah. You have to have a landing page, but like you said, you can, you can figure yeah. it out. So whatever, walk me through, you want to start a SAS product. You don't have a coding background. What do you do? How do you find a good dev? How do you find a good engineer that you can work with that you know is going to deliver? What was your process like for that?
1: Oh, it's, it's very easy. You fail, uh, you fail a few times. <laughs> so that's, uh, I'm telling you because, you know, like the idea I got wasn't like a re- revolutionary, you know, because there yeah. were some existing tools like this already. And actually, just in the French market, I've seen like maybe, I don't know, I'd say at least half a dozen people trying to do the same and failing because software is so hard. Like I've seen people really like struggling for years, you know, Uh, and you can tell that, you know, they they don't have the right people to, to build a good software, you know? So what happened is that, I mean, it's a, it's a silly story. Like first I was like, because I had a list of about like 30,000 people, I was like, Hey, I'm looking, you know, for someone to help me develop this. And I had a customer, so a French guy living in Morocco. And he told me, look, I have a, like software development company, we can do it for seven grand. I was like seven grand, you know, just take the money, you know, and um,
0: yeah, yeah, that's cheap compared to <laughs> well, like it's like yeah. mostly it's gonna cost you a lot. It costs you forty, fifty thousand, for a hundred thousand for a good application.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I was like, you know, yeah. take take seven grand, you know, I don't care. I'll see what what it does, and it's it was yeah. so stupid because I actually put the finger, you know, in a machine and uh, I lost uh, a arm, you know, because yeah, so. Yeah. So he said, yeah, it's going to take like uh, two or three months. And after two or three months, they were basically nothing. And it was like, okay, so uh, it's actually a lot of features. And now we need to keep working on it. So I need to pay my my engineers. So I was like, okay, so I'm going to pay monthly, you know? Yeah. And these guys, they were so bad. Like they didn't even know they were bad, which is.
0: (laughs) That's even worse.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it was so bad that actually with my wife, we flew to Morocco to meet them. And I remember we were in the meeting room and uh, they were so good at telling me, oh, everything is gonna be fine, don't worry. And at one point I was like, hey guys, you know, I've made some research and uh, people keep talking about this Scrum method. So I'm sure you've heard that, you're right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And these guys, they were like, Scrum? Oh, that's interesting. (laughs) And he asked his developer, could you look into it? Could you you Google it, you know? I was like, oh, this is not good. So. (laughs) It, it, it took me some time to realize that they were bad, uh, and the breaking point was like November, 2016, I was actually in my shower and I was like, Oh, I sent an email to these guys to tell them that security is super important. It's been two weeks, two weeks. They haven't replied what email should I write? So they reply to the email that I sent them. And I, and then I was like, that's it. You know, if you ask yourself this question, that means that, you know, it's it's stupid, like you're not working with the right people. So I told the guy, Hey, thank you. But you know, this is not working. Um, I'm going to pay you till the end of the month. And uh, we're done, you know, and um, then I was desperate. I was looking for developers. Actually, I spent two months because I was also working with a, a developer from Bangladesh that was doing like some uh, uh, Stripe integration. And he was like, oh, I'm going to take over the whole project, you know, and it's going to work. And I'm going to hire some cheap developers on Upwork, it's going to work. And so he worked on it for two months. And uh, then uh, we, we plugged this solution and everything stopped working. And, uh, yeah, so it wasn't working. So then I tried a few different more and one day I found this guy and this guy this guy who was reliable, he wasn't like the other ones. He was like, oh, this this is going to take two hours and two hours later it was done. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, that's the. the and that's the something story. that
0: every like, you know, I just wanted to bring that out. And I, I wasn't sure if you had a good or a bad experience, but I'm actually I'm glad that you not <laughs> in hindsight, you know, obviously now you can laugh about it. But during during the time, it probably wasn't that funny. But I'm glad that you had a, a bad experience that you could talk about, because that's what a lot of people end up going through when they're when they're trying to build out a software product and they're not a developer themselves it's just it's a minefield out there and this is pretty common I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, HubSpot. HubSpot is the CRM platform that is easy to implement and is even easier to get your team to adopt. And ask anybody that's implemented new technology in a company, the biggest issue is not finding it or buying it, it's getting your team and your company to actually use it and adopt it. And when it's a piece like a CRM, one of the most critical pieces of your business infrastructure and your tech stack, if people don't adopt it and use it, that means you're getting incomplete data, you're getting missing data, you're getting garbage data, it could impact quite literally everybody in your company as well as it could negatively impact your customers and your revenue. So how does HubSpot solve for this with their CRM platform? There's two components that they focus on that allow for organizational wide adoption. This is the contact timeline as well as the mobile app. So the contact timeline gives a historical context for all of the data that is associated with a certain contact in the CRM. That means that anybody across the organization can see all the actions and all the interactions that have taken place against that particular contact. You can also use that timeline to make calls to these contacts, enroll them in sequences, put them into marketing or sales campaigns, schedule a meeting, open tickets. The historical timeline makes it easy to take action as well as to track the action that's been taken against all of your contacts. And it's not a pain to enter the information, which means that it doesn't take somebody a long time to put in great data, which can again positively impact your whole company. The second piece is the access from anywhere, meaning if I have a phone and I'm on the road, the world's opening up a little bit more now, people are traveling again, I can use the HubSpot app to access my CRM anywhere, on the go, on the fly, doesn't matter. So I have complete access to the CRM. I have access to my spreadsheets, my calendars, my notebooks, all of my contacts. I can send messages across my team with the HubSpot keyboard. I can access my contacts, call them through the HubSpot app. I can take quick notes. I can take contact information. I can all log it into my HubSpot app so that I can pull it up later on my desktop when I'm back at home. It's simple. It's in Intuitive. It's meant to make it easy, frictionless, so that your team sees the value in properly using the CRM to the fullest of its capabilities and gives them the tools and the tech to allow them to do it without spending too much time and causing them more headache. The best thing about HubSpot is that it can be set up for any size of business and it will scale with you. If you're just starting out, you can take advantage of certain features. And then as you scale your business, you'll notice that HubSpot will support almost anything you need as you grow. So if you do want to learn how to scale your business without scaling complexity, go to hubspot.com.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like I like just last week like I saw someone commenting on Facebook, uh, beware of uh, non-technical founders getting scammed by developers yeah. and someone replying and saying that's not scamming, it's just, you know, the way uh, the world operates. I was like, this is so true. You know, it's not that they want to scam you. It's just that they're bad developers and that's how it is. And but, you know, like so we're a 100% remote company yeah. um, and I understood something it's that you have two type of people. You have the people who find uh, problems or excuses and the people who find solutions. And, you know, yeah. like uh, all I was trying, out, I was trying out different developers and one guy was like, so he was a developer from Portugal. Uh and he was like, Oh, but you know, like the developing uh the deployment process is complicated. I was like, Yeah, I hear you, but you know what, there is this guy, he's working in the same environment and he says two hours and two hours later it's done. So at the end of the day, I just need people who can deliver solutions and find, you know, yeah ways and that's it, you know.
0: Um so it's okay, so now you found a great developer. Um, this is great. This is like walking through the life cycle of a, of a bootstrap SaaS company. So you found a great developer. Um, you you started to finish your product. How do you take it to market and what makes you choose to, to not look for outside capital and just bootstrap it?
1: Yeah, so because I was uh, actually selling, I, I mean, I had my own online uh, business, you know, so I was making like, uh, you know, Still courses 20, right now. Yeah, selling courses. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Actually, a bit of uh, coaching as well. Uh, so I was doing about uh, twenty yeah twenty to thirty thousand euros per month in revenue, so I was able just to fund the whole thing i mean i think in two thousand and sixteen we did uh, like i don't know like very little profits like ten or fifteen thousand euros you know and uh, i remember i was i was having lunch with my wife once I was like you know that's uh, it sucks, but you know we have to 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 you know to Keep trying, and in 2017, because we built a team to three developers, I actually made a loss of about like 10 grand, you know. So it wasn't like. I mean, that's that's what it is. You're paying them full time.
0: um, They're full time developers now, but you're making good money. But you're they're costing a lot.
1: Yeah, I was able to pay myself a salary. You know, I wasn't like uh, getting in debt or whatever. But you Mm -hmm. know, that's that's what it is so we launched in march of of 2018 so i launched uh on my list and uh i just promoted the software for two weeks i mean i mean i'm an email marketing guy i've been living off email marketing since two thousand two thousand and ten. 2010 so you know i just promoted uh i made an offer to my list and uh once the launch was done uh we had uh was it like 400 or 600 i think maybe just 400 customers yeah that's what it is 400 customers off your
0: first launch 400 yeah exactly yeah.
1: 400 customers at uh, mostly 27 euros per month so that's like is it like 10 grand yeah um pretty four, much. yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: it's 10 grand but uh i mean i was still losing money because you have to remove vat uh then uh you know uh salaries then affiliate commissions because i had my own affiliate uh, affiliate program that i had started yeah. in 2017 using our own tool so i mean yeah it was and then i i kept i don't know because the offer was so good we we started um getting some users and uh, i mean uh, yeah it, it was increasing all the time
0: so a couple a couple of really good points so you did you built an incredible product um, you at, by, but simultaneously you're also being very competitive on price. Take the market strategy yeah. was hitting your email list, um, and then but also the affiliate program. So these are all I'm just so these are all making sense. Walk me through the affiliate program um, and how that was set up uh, to encourage people to I guess refer business.
1: Yeah, sure. So uh, I love the affiliate program business model. I think it is just great. I remember back when I was selling courses, I could hear stories about people having, so people having just products like in fitness or in another industry. So just having products and an affiliate program and not, not focusing on traffic generation because it was completely relying on the affiliates. I was like, this is a great business model. You know, I wish I could do that someday. So, uh, with our tool, we, we launched our own affiliate program in 2017. So, um uh, I told people I I told to my list look I'm gonna pay you 40 percent on all the sales you generate on our courses and on the software and um this also started attracting affiliates you know little by little I mean it's really a combination of the product is good the offer is good I mean you know like the price and yeah and the affiliate commission is good. And today we're paying our affiliates uh, close to a hundred thousand euros per month in affiliate commissions.
0: Mm-hmm. And and so you set it up so that you get affiliate commissions for lifetime or is it for a year? And it's a percentage of all the recurring monthly payments as well.
1: No, no, it's 40% as long as the customers pays. You know, that's the thing like, yeah. it's, it's funny when you discuss about affiliate programs with many business owners, very often it's the same story that I'm going to try to, you know, like uh, I'm going to yeah. try to, you know, I I'm going to pay you but that's for 1 year or, yeah. you know, I'm going to try to game the system, you know. And I'm like this is stupid. Like I want to uh being an entrepreneur, we all know it's about uh building value, right? So I want to build value for my customers, for my affiliates and for my team members, right? So I mean it, it would be a very short short-term uh, cited to try to, you know, like, uh, flow my, my affiliates. Like I want them to make as much money as possible. Mm-hmm. So they keep promoting us, they keep working hard. And I'm telling you, that's what, that's what's happening because I can see some people who, you know, are trying to make money online, but you know, they don't really, uh, succeed and then they promote our affiliate program and they start making money and it's great.
0: Mm-hmm mm-hmm. Um, and now you have grown the business to, uh, your updated numbers, 4 million annual recurring revenue, uh, this year, I saw a data point here that you, that you sent over five to 6 million in ARR still bootstrapped, no plans to raise money. You're just keeping it going as is for now. Correct.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a very simple playbook. I mean, I'm already make, I mean, we're profitable, I'm already yeah. making, I mean, Yeah. I mean, I'm making the money I'd like to make, which is a lot more money than I need. You know, so I can, we bought our dream house with my wife. Uh, so we're going to pay off our, uh, mortgage in, I don't know, two or three years. We're investing, you know, I mean, we're doing great and so I'm reinvesting everything that comes on top of that.
0: Very nice. And, and the one other point that I thought was interesting. That you are a hundred percent remote. And I know that a lot of companies have done this, but you, you went a hundred percent remote from the start. So how did you, how do you manage, uh, how many staff do you have now? How do you manage them? How do you be remote effectively? I just want to take a second and thank the sponsor of today's episode, Quantum Metric. So what Quantum Metric is going to do is it's going to allow you to develop a single source of customer-centric truth that can help you understand how to position your products, how to sell to your customers. Because anyone is a digital leader, who wants to understand your customers better? It should be 100% of you. You should want to understand the customer experience when they hit your website. And then you also want to understand not just your customers, but who else in the world is having similar experiences and how can you use that information to make informed decisions about how your business moves forward? We are gearing up for an unprecedented 2021 E commerce season. E commerce sales are expected to exceed 2020 benchmarks, even though COVID is lightening up. Consumer behavior has changed forever. And with Quantum Metric, you can prepare yourself to capture every single customer revenue opportunity. So, their unique approach to the digital experience that the customer has while engaging with your brand helps top retailers, e commerce outlets quickly identify and prioritize large and small revenue opportunities. And they keep Keep customers coming back. So everything from page hits, mouse movements, scrolling, typing out-of-the-box interactions that you couldn't even think of, various events, API calls, literally everything. They quantify that data and they present it to you so that you can use that data to make informed decisions about how customers interact with your brand online. So if you want to reduce customer friction, if you want to increase conversions, drive more revenue, optimize user experience, personalize the shopping experience for all of your customers, go visit quantummetric.com slash pod offer. That's quantummetric.com slash and go see if you qualify for the 12 Days of Insights offer using the code SUCCESS. The 12 Days of insight offer gives you 12 days of access to the Quantum Metric platform with a bespoke insight report that will help you identify where customers are struggling and engaging with your online experience and your digital product. Some restrictions apply, but for the majority of people, go to quantummetric.com slash podoffer, enter the code SUCCESS, and you will be able to receive their 12 days of insights offer. Get ready to understand your customers with intimate detail that can optimize experience and revenue and give your customers an overall much more pleasant experience when they hit your site. All right let's get back to the show.
1: Yeah so I think it's one of, the, of one of our strength in, uh, in, uh, in my company. It's the ability to like hire people and trade them and make them grow. So today we have uh, 65 people on the team in about uh, 10 different countries. So French speaking ones, English speaking ones, Spanish speaking ones, because we're expanding to different markets. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. It's funny, you know, because I, I think that uh, I mean, I mean, it's the future. You know, you have a book by the founders of, th- of ba- Basecamp, you know, 37 signals. Yeah, They wrote a book actually about it that's called uh, Remote and it's great because they explain to you what are the benefits, why it's better and uh, yeah, we've been doing it since day one and it it works fine, but you have to, I mean, everyone uses Time Doctor, uh, a software to track their time and it takes uh, some screenshots, so I don't spend my time, you know, like uh, stalking at their screen, obviously but like when you have someone who's slacking or you know you're not really sure you can check check out what he's doing and sometimes unfortunately i mean it happened you know people doing like uh watching series or whatever but yeah. it doesn't happen much i mean you spot these people very easily right um so i mean i think this is the future i mean you don't have any expense for the office space for you know computers, whatever I mean this is so much better i mean the best the best benefit that people don't think about is that I don't have to go to an office you know and show up and show that I'm there and leave late so that the employees i mean I can do whatever I want. I just take my my phone, I have the slack app, and it's crazy yep. like I, I can go to the gym I can go to the- sh- shopping center whatever, and yeah reply uh, to my team members if I need to.
0: Yeah. So, so you set it up and, and are are you, you're not personally managing the 60 people. Have you like introduced layers of, of, uh, virtual management Uh, or remote like managers? Yeah.
1: Yeah, of course we had, we we had to, I mean, uh, so the way it works, uh, so me, I'm in the company, I'm like the CEO, the marketing uh, director or manager, I don't know how you how I should call it, and I'm also the product manager. I'm the one supervising the product, you know, making sure it's great and mm-hmm. taking decisions and discussing with the uh, customers and developers and team members and stuff. So, um, I mean, the customer support, we have a manager, um, we have like 15 people in total, uh, in our customer support. We answer our customers seven days a week, uh, usually under two hours so people our customers love our custom our customer support you know because it's very very mm-hmm. effective so I, I have someone managing that uh then the then the developers it's mostly our lead developer which is a, our first developer um i mean i have a a lot of different small teams you know and i manage them i mean yeah. i have one assistant that manages that supervises different teams um okay okay yeah, we have a, a lot of different teams. I mean, obviously, so you, you, know. so
0: you set this up, this entire this entire corporate structure has been set up remote and that's how it's managed now. Very impressive. I think that you're right. It, it is 100 percent the future of of how organizations can work and it saves you a and ton this of money, is
1: very effective. Remote. Like uh, I remember yeah. I was working in an office, you know, like uh, 15 years ago and uh, I was like, uh... <laughs> Sometimes I was like on dating websites, you know, I mean, uh, you know, like, uh, it's not because you're at the office that you're effectively working, you know? So, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, no, that's true. It's true. Um, and, and, you know, question for, for you and also some advice for people that are looking to start their own thing. So, like you said, you started a blog, you went to courses, you went to, you went to software, you turned down a job. If you were going to do it again, would you do it the same way? Would you go all in or would you do it? maybe less risky. What's your, what's your take on that for somebody wanting to start?
1: No, I, I mean, no, I, I would do the same, obviously, you know, like, uh, there is this question in podcasts, like if you could talk to your 20 uh, year old, self, that's my, that's uh, my
0: other question I ask at the end.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm like, uh, you know, like, uh, what, wh- what could I say? Maybe I, I would tell, I would tell me, look, buddy, don't, uh, you know, don't stress out. It's going to be all right. Uh, enjoy the ride because, um, I was, uh, yeah, i mean, I mean there, there were some tough years i'm not gonna lie you know it's easy afterwards to say oh, everything is great you know no it wasn't yeah. like I, I was actually feeling like a failure after i left uh, jeff walker's mastermind group because i had my uh buddies making you know a million euro launches and i was just on my own making yeah making a making actually a good income and i was feeling even worse because i was like dude you're living in portugal the the minimum salary is 600 euros per month and you're making yeah. 20000 euros and you feel like s you know and yeah. and i read the book you know uh the subtle art of not giving a f
0: yeah yeah <laughs> and the main
1: idea of this book is it's okay not to feel okay and i was like oh that helps you know so yeah
0: it, it is true and it's also you know for people that are high performing individuals um people that always are are entrepreneurial mindset and they want to do things and they want to build things um you measure yourself at a different level which for a lot of people doesn't it may not make sense like it may sound pretentious but it's you do measure yourself at a different level and you compete and you're pushing yourself nice. and you're like if i make 20k this month the average person's is like holy shit you made 20k in one month but you're like well i made 25k last month. So I failed this month. And yeah, it's, you know, absolutely. I think that even even adopting that mindset at uh, at, a, at a smaller level, like if you if you constantly strive to push yourself to have wins month over month over month, that's a positive thing. Because it, the, the end result of having that mindset will be you in a better spot. Always, even if it's not, you know, if you're in a job, and you want to make $100 on the internet, if you want to make $100 yourself, and you do that, make 150 next month, make 200 next month. And then that that's what gets you to because that's probably how your blog started. I can't ima- I'm assuming it was just AdSense. There was I don't know how you made money in your blog. If you if you had affiliate commissions or whatnot, but it wasn't making a lot of money when it first started. Exactly. But that's where people usually absolutely. start.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I was so happy the first month I made 82 euros. And I was yeah. so happy because I was like, "Oh, if I went from zero to eighty two euros maybe next month, you know I'm gonna make over a hundred euros and after six months, I made a thousand euros, so you know, but what happens is that you know that once you you reach like a, um you know they say five thousand euros in revenue per month, like your level of happiness doesn't increase that yeah. much, so now you know I'm getting to a different uh like uh different field, you know, I'm like, okay, now I've kind of reached my goals in terms of, uh, you know, uh, revenue and business. What do I want to do? So, you know, I try uh, because it's not all about like, so first, I love what I do. You know, people tell me, oh, do you have an exit plan? I'm like, what? What do you mean? Like, yeah, yeah. Are you, do you want to sell? An IPO going to sell? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, why would I sell my company? Like, uh, what what am I going to do with the money? Am I going to invest, you know, in the stocks and make seven, seven percent per year, like in the long run with high volatility when I can make, you know, I don't know, twenty to sixty percent year over year return with my own business. You know, it just doesn't make sense. And I just I I love what I do. Like I wake up in the morning, I'm like, oh, I want to get a coffee and get started. I just love it. And my exit plan is that as long as I add value, as as long as I, I feel that I'm making a difference and I'm having fun, you know. Then I'm gonna keep going, you know. I mean, why would I do anything different?
0: I love that, and and I think you, I think you, I think the the biggest lesson here is, um, you you don't have to you don't have to end up where you're at, or you don't have to you don't have to start your your entrepreneurial life, your entrepreneurial venture, your side hustle it doesn't have to go right into building a multi million dollar software company. Yeah, of course. I love the steps the steps that you took are are so smart. That's I think that's the way to do it. Thank because you. Everybody jump. Everybody jumps into the big thing, right? Everybody feels like they have to create the next Facebook. But it doesn't really have to be that uh, complicated to start your own business. Like people overcomplicate the shit. Like it doesn't have to be that, uh, you know, time consuming or, or even, well, maybe time consuming, but not that uh, complicated.
1: No, I would rather go with something a lot more simple, you know, like, for example, so uh... I mean, I launched a, a passive, uh, I mean, a side business that was like a, a blog about how to learn English, you know, where I was sharing yeah. how I learned English by myself, you know, uh, because at school I was like terrible. And, um, yeah. so that was like two, 2012. And I had a friend who was like super smart guy, uh, Lebanese, Lebanese guy living in Paris, uh, with a good job, like uh, speaking different languages. And he, he wanted to launch a startup in, uh, like how to learn languages i was like hey you know uh, i know i'm ranking with my blog on how how to learn english easily in the french market i know i can build a blog around it and make money Uh, do you want to join me it was like no no i'm gonna i'm gonna keep doing my thing and i was like that was super ambitious project with you know all around the world in every possible language with funding and stuff so he quit his job uh made like three different business plans uh, made a, a mock-up of a website, I uh, made a, absolutely zero sale and went back to the corporate uh, world. Uh, mm-hmm. While I launched a blog that, you know, I took to, it wasn't much, it was doing like over 3000 euros per month, but you know, like passive revenue. And I mean, you know, that's what you say, like you shouldn't try maybe to launch the, you know, the, the next Facebook, just do something more simple, you know, and uh, yeah that's less risky because I knew that it would work because I was already getting traffic and I knew that there was a market, obviously, with people buying courses and, you know, books about learning English. So I was like, I know it's going to work and it worked. And, you know, the funny story, I was I had a team of three uh, virtual assistants. One was working on this project and he left. And later he uh, built a, a blog about the same ID. And today, he's making like 50,000 euros in revenue per month. <laughs> so,
0: doesn't they, I, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, it's just interesting how people view exactly. entrepreneurship versus what yeah, it can actually it's, be. It,
1: it's, 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 it's organic traffic. It's mostly profits, you know, and this guy yeah. study, he was my virtual assistant. And uh, yeah, and I sold my blog for twelve thousand euros uh, last year because I was like, oh, I'm doing I'm not doing anything with this. You know, I want to focus yeah. on my main business. So I just sold it. Very smart.
0: All right. Um, I want to do a few uh, rapid fire career yeah. questions from you. Um, was there Hit anything me. else that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it was very good. This is like, uh, this is the perfect, the perfect interview, perfect discussion on on if you want to start something, this is, in my opinion, an easy way to do it. And, and uh, I have a lot of entrepreneurs on here that build very technical, complicated things. This is something that people can learn from, and I hopefully take inspiration from to just do something simple and do something to start and to honestly future proof themselves from their job so that if they do get laid off or let go or furloughed, they have something that's making a thousand bucks, two thousand bucks passive. And I think that's amazing. And not enough people just not enough people show the progression of what entrepreneurship can be and how it can come in different flavors and different forms. And I think you've you've done all that. And now you actually are a SaaS, a software CEO. So, yeah, um, that's that that can be the end result as well. Um, okay. So a couple career questions. Um, you already answered one of them, <laughs> the, the, what would you tell your 20 year old self? Was there any other advice that you would tell maybe just a younger, a younger entrepreneur? Um, if it's not yourself, somebody else.
1: Uh, just to, you know, like, uh, favor execution, like, uh, just, just do it, you know, do whatever, fail fast, learn fast. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's, that's how it works
0: what was the biggest challenge you've ever faced in building a business and how'd you overcome it?
1: Oh, wow. That was definitely, uh, yeah. Building the, the, building the, the product, you know, getting the product built, uh, finding the right developers. And this is so hard. And I'm like, Oh, if I had not found these guys, you know, where would I be today? And it's crazy. Like we work together. Like we just, love working together. Like these guys, they're having fun. You know, they love their job. I, I went, uh, we met already a few times, you know, and it's great. Yeah.
0: Good. So that, that finding the right people is that's, that's the sort of the moral of that story. Um, uh, especially if you're not a technical person. Um, yeah,
1: absolutely. And it, it is very hard, honestly. Yeah.
0: Um, one person had a major impact on your life. What did they teach you? And also who is, who is that person?
1: Um that's um, Yeah, think anybody. I'm it fan. could be a
0: family member. it can be a, it could be a mentor, anybody?
1: No, I mean, I learned a lot with the marketing consultant that I hired Sebastian, so uh, he's uh, like Sebastian so that that's Sebastian the French marketer. that's like his nickname uh, in the English market. <laughs> he's still in the Jeff Walker's mastermind uh, group. He's a great guy. I really love this guy. I I learned a lot with him. Um, So he he taught me copywriting, how to, you know, launch products. And we have a different view. But Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I learned a lot uh, working with him the first year um, when we were working on, you know, this this launch that that were great because uh, mostly because of his copywriting and his work, you know.
0: Very good and how, how important copywriting uh, is at the whole other conversation. Um, uh, what uh, what is one source or book or podcast that you recommend people go and check out?
1: Uh, oh, I mean, it really depends on, you know, where you're at. I mean, you there is, a, of course, like your podcast, you know, with a lot of interviews of successful entrepreneurs mm-hmm. uh, books, you have so many. I mean, I, I, I don't read a ton of books, like five or six per year. You know, I don't think it's that much. But uh,
0: do you have any, any, any ones in particular that, that you, that you've liked that people would go, go yeah, read? Yeah, I mean,
1: I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of Jeff Bezos, you know, like, uh, yeah. I think this guy is, is such like the Uber entrepreneur, you know, what he did, what he proved. So I read uh, The Everything Store. Uh, it was great. I think The Everything Store, it's really a great book. If when you want to learn about Amazon, about the success story, I just finished reading, working backwards by two former Amazon executives mm-hmm. and I was huge. I'm having like my top team members reading it because it's going to help us a lot structure and the company, you know, and, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, these are great. Okay. Books.
0: Those are two good ones. Um, and then, uh, one, one question I like to ask everybody, what does success mean to you?
1: Yeah, it's a great question because, you know, as I said, like, uh, now I'm getting like some uh, rich ri- rich people's problems, you know, uh, so <laughs> yeah. I'm like, hey, you can make a ton of money and s- still feel like S uh, some days, you yeah. know, and, uh, and it's fine. So I think that success, you know, it's... Uh, of course, it's reaching your goals. You know, I love, I love what I do. I want to keep doing it, but, uh, then it's about like, uh, you know, making sure that you're not having some black spots and, uh, not taking care of important things in your life, like your, your family, your friends. So, you know, I'm trying to, you know, spend time on this, make sure mm-hmm. everyone is happy. And, you know, I'm doing a good job at, uh, not only my, my business, good. so yeah
0: very good and then um where do people connect with you go check out you on social um your website your uh, newsletter all of that
1: yeah so i'm i'm actually so i'm on linkedin already an amaker you can go uh, sign up for system.io uh so it's dot io. we have a free plan actually you can it's pretty amazing we launched it uh two months ago uh we have so actually it's funny because we have a. Uh, we have over a hundred thousand free users you know it's it's a lot mm-hmm. and uh then there is the Facebook group where i'm very active uh because i don't know I just like it you know I'm getting some feedback you know I'm replying to the questions so it's like systems.io launch your online business something like that it's pretty easy to to find
0: very good.